0: Welcome to Game Pinions episode 66. I'm your host, Kalman, and today we are back again for another episode of Game Pinions. But today I'm not lonely like I have been for the last few episodes of Game Pinions because we have the return of the prodigal son himself, John. John, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing
1: good. My back is hurting a little bit from work,
0: but <laughs> at least I'm sitting now. Now is it from like the work itself or from carrying your team on your back uh yes to both. good, good, so John, the last time you were on this uh things were a lot different back then. I think we were like theorizing about um what would happen if you gave the p s five a haircut it's uh it's definitely been quite a while since you've been on. What have you been up to since uh your long
1: departure? uh well, let's see the last major thing we we're talking about was. I guess right before E3 or right after E3 or something like that. I've been playing some Stardew Valley uh, ever since. Played that with Buddy sometime. Okay. Uh, if you don't know Buddy, he's our mutual friend. He's our buddy. He's our buddy. And he was waiting on, <laughs> for me to link in this podcast. So there you go, buddy. The link is there. <laughs> no, but uh, we played some Stardew Valley for a while. I think that's mostly it, as far as newer games. To play. I, I touched on some a few other things on Switch, but uh, I can't really talk too much about other games I play. I haven't gone too far into them, so I'll save that okay. for later. Um, right. Animal Crossing lately. So,
0: Did you play the new 2.0 of Animal Crossing?
1: I did just start that. Yeah, there's a lot more stuff in it, like literally stuff. <laughs> I have,
0: haven't played Animal Crossing probably since last December, so yeah, it's been kind of a, a while, and I just don't want to really go back to it right now, so...
1: Well, the good yeah, news is that your away. villagers should all still be there because in this game they have to ask for permission to leave, <laughs> so they're kind of stuck there.
0: Yeah, the the government system in that game is a little uh little funky. They're stuck. They're stranded. They're That's nice stranded though. They're death stranded. Yeah, on the beach. <laughs> with Princess Beach, um, John. The last time, well, one of the last times that we spoke on Discord, uh, it was right around the time that Metroid dread was revealed. Now I know that there was like rumors and stuff like leading up to E3 apparently about that game being announced, but you as a longtime Metroid fan, how shocked and what were your thoughts when you finally saw that that game was announced?
1: I believe I listened to one of your more recent podcasts. I think you talked a little bit about that. I wasn't there for that podcast, but uh, yeah, as you remember, I kind of freaked out. I was kind of over the place, <laughs> just tripping up with, <laughs> The announcement. Uh, you can look uh, uh reaction videos, too. I mean, that's basically was my reaction, too. Because this is a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion. And Fusion came out in uh what was it? 2002, 2002 I, think. I, think. I think, yeah. Like a day after Prime? Yeah, it was like released was Prime, basically. But yeah, uh, I didn't play Metroid until Zero Mission, so that was 2004, but... Uh, same year I played Fusion, so think about it, 2004 through 2021, uh, 16, 17 years I waited for this game. Oh my <laughs> god! Waiting for a sequel. Um, yeah. And if anyone out there is familiar with uh, the Metroid database, it's well, right now it's kind of a new website. I think the old one's nuked for a reason. It's still, I think, the same owner, maybe. But um, I kind of kept up to uh, kept up with the news on that, and back then. Maybe this was around 2006, there was a rumor about a new Metroid, I believe it was going to be on the DS, it's called Metroid Dread. And I was really excited for that, because, well, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a direct sequel to Fusion, I think that was the idea. There wasn't much info at the time, Uh, that website, the Metroid database, was basically just your go-to source for Metroid news. And there wasn't much about it over the years, so it was kind of on and off, just little details and how, like development was on and off about it, and for the longest time, it was kind of dead. There was like no news, like, everyone just that was canceled. And yeah, for like maybe like almost 10 years, it was like nothing. because <laughs> like, I think uh, around like 2010 11, like you heard nothing about it, yeah. But and then out of nowhere, Nintendo's like, All right, here you go, Metroid 5, it's called Metroid Dread, there it is. <laughs> and I just lost it, I'm like, Oh my god, finally. It's over.
0: It's done. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty crazy. I, I can't really think of any other like sequel to like either a movie or a game that has been that far apart. Like maybe Star Wars, if we're talking about like movie franchises, um, having like the prequels come out. But yeah, I really can't even imagine because I mean I'm not really a huge Metroid fan. Uh, I played Prime Hunters, and that was pretty much it prior to Dread. But even me, not as a Metroid fan. I remember people talking about Metroid Dread and I remember almost like every year um, during like the, uh, you know, the 2000s and probably even up until like, you know, the the 2010s and all that, that would be on people's like, you know, E3 wish lists or E3 predictions like Metroid Dread. And I think it was, it started to become more of like a joke. So, I mean, and so when that game actually, you know, that trailer was was playing, it didn't really register to me. What it was until I saw the Dread title. I'm like, oh, okay. I've definitely heard this before. Um, like when I showed like Metroid Five, I mean, I kind of gathered because you were freaking out that this was the next game in the series. But yeah, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty surprised like that they resurfaced that name. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty
1: obviously, cool it it's probably not the same game. Uh, imagine because you know, after how many years? Uh, development on and off, but I guess uh, maybe the idea of the creator, probably that remained the same, but not the same game. Of course, it's obviously a new developer, but still the same uh, director. So now that the game is
0: out, I guess with um, you know, before we get in the game, into the game, waiting for it as long as you did, do you think that it was ultimately worth the wait?
1: I would say so. You know, obviously I wish that we got a lot more Metroids <laughs> within that time frame, but I say it was worth the wait. It was a really good game. I don't think I'd put it on my number one spot. Maybe a tie. I don't know. I don't think I can rank the games really. It's really hard for me to try to put some Metroids below the others. Uh, maybe a few I can. Yeah. Yeah, like Federation Force at the bottom. Oh, I didn't even touch that. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, we get we get games like that, and I don't even count those. I mean, yeah, <laughs> games like that. Yeah. Uh, Other M, which is well, Canon, but it which it's just not the same. It's just not the same as this. It's just like completely a sequel, not like a remake. But so yeah, it, I it will say, it. you
0: know, there was a lot of like discussions and stuff about this game. Really closer to the release, about how people are complaining that this game was sixty dollars because it's a side-scrolling game, um, and I, I heard like a lot of different arguments and stuff. Like, you know, if you take Samus out of this game, you're not pay- playing. You know, you're not paying sixty dollars. But it's like we're talking about a, a game franchise that's been around forever. Basically, over that time, it's accumulated a ton of fans. So I don't think you can separate the character and the series and and make that argument. Like, I just thought it was kind of a silly argument. But do you think that this game is worth $60? Like, do you have a problem paying $60 for the game?
1: Well, I'm a longtime Metroid fan, at least for the side and Metroid series. Um, And for something of, something this exciting for me, yes. But uh, I can't speak for others. I think the whole $60 for a game thing, it's an entirely different topic. I think you covered that in an episode before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so... All I can really say is that it's a really good game. I can't really speak budget for others. I thought it was worth it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's, it's just a good game. So that's yeah, all I, I can think really say. The way
0: I look at it is that I have definitely paid $60 for games that aren't even half the game that this one is. Like, I don't want to go too deep into it because I feel like this actually could be um, a discussion on, uh, you know, do the dimensions of the game equal price? Um but I'm not going to get too deep into it. But I do think that I've definitely played way, way worse games for $60 than Metroid Dread. So I guess I can kind of just leave that at that. But
1: <laughs> in a more recent episode, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I think that the uh, yeah. worst
0: launches in history episode,
1: <laughs> well, that, that $60 price topic comes up way too much i think it's kind of been over discussed at this point i don't think i really have a good good opinion to really give on that yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it's
0: to me it's a it's a really high quality game um has a ton of polish and uh, i just feel like a lot of work a lot of development went into it and you know especially for a franchise that has that metroid name i don't think you can really fault it for you know being priced the way it is especially how long people had to wait for it so yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with it.
1: Well, it's also just a good-looking game on Switch because, considered a Switch's performance, there's a lot of games running at thirty frames. This many games like Zelda and whatever, and thirty frames or lower. Yeah. Now they do have some good, like Mario, Mario Kart, running at like sixty. This one also targets sixty, and I you know emphasis on target. Um, some people kind of on the internet out are saying it's a uh, locked 60. No, it is not a locked 60, but it's a nice looking 60 with drops. It's got, um, you know, some of the Flasher segments, you know, it'll, it'll drop there. But hey, yeah. Target 60s, I think it's most of the time it's going to be 60 for just the looks of it. Um, I don't have a frame count on my Switch, obviously, but yeah, <laughs> uh, you can you guys can look up on YouTube videos and they got you no know, performance videos. So it looks nice because of that it does yeah and they do some yeah. nice graphical graphical tricks with uh some of the reflections uh lighting oh yeah
0: yeah yeah it looks i think it looks really good so getting into like the actual game i guess when you first started playing it what did you think like what, what was the first thing that
1: kind of stood out to you about the game oh i was like whoa i can move and shoot every direction yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately immediately you get thrown in and that's the first thing you do like I'm just touching all the controls and seeing how she moves. So I'm touching the sliding, the shooting, all that. And she just feels really nice to control. I I think everyone's already said that online. It's just really fluid. Yeah, honestly, I feel the same way. I
0: think that this game, it really gets off on... Like it gets off to a strong start and really sets itself up for um, success because you first get in there and just feeling around like with the controls and um, how everything moves like as it's supposed to. Like it feels like you can literally do anything you want if you were like skilled enough to do so. And it just feels like everything reacts how it should. And I've I've kind of been consistent with um, certain games. Like I mentioned like Spider-Man, I've mentioned Breath of the Wild and a few other games when they nail how the controls feel and it's like fun to control the character. It just makes everything else more pleasant as you're going through. And I feel like they definitely did that with this. Like I felt even just in seeing like the animations and all the, the different, you know, animate animations that like, you know, her character would do um, whether it be, you know, switching to like your, your missiles and stuff like that. Like everything just looked really, really nice and polished. Um, but yeah, playing it though, it just that the control scheme and, and the controls just felt really, really nice.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Just a shooting too. I mean, uh, Metroids kind of come a long way with that, uh, from the more tankier controls. Is that a word? Tanky? Tankier? I don't know. People I think say so, that, yeah. I think. <laughs> Super Metroids that way it's more, uh, tanky like controls. Sorry, I think that's just how it was back then, but I mean, that, that's a still a really good game, Super Metroid. And it's mm-hmm. nice to see, like, they're trying not to uh, be held back with their roots just kind of try something new because you gotta do that every sequel you make for a game gotta try something new otherwise it's gonna get old fast oh yeah yeah i like that
0: they brought back i believe this the sliding was from um metroid return or sorry samus returns right
1: <laughs> is that a spoiler um, the sliding was not oh it wasn't okay in that game and i also think you get the morph ball early in that game so yeah, i do like, remember so getting man- the morph ball yeah, Metroid Dread to heavily on sliding in the beginning. Um, and now I guess we're going to go more into spoilers now. So yeah, uh, your, your here's a big warning about spoilers because I guess we're going to get to that point of talking about everything in the game. So the Morph Ball, uh, that's something you don't get till, what would you say, like just under halfway through the game, maybe a quarter or later? Yeah, into the game. It's a later, it's a late game. It's a later Morph Ball. I was uh, like, is the Morph Ball even
0: in this game? <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: that's what i'm starting to wonder i mean i yeah. saw the trailer It was like going oh, to power ups yeah yeah so yeah. like it's in the game but it was like it's uh really where's late. my morph ball <laughs> but yeah, it didn't matter yeah. anyways because the sliding felt really good uh a lot of stuff relies relicensed sliding and sometimes i never forgot to like go straight into morph ball because i'd just be sliding over the whole time so
0: yeah there's like a long tube and you're just trying to like slide in there and then Sam- samus gets stuck yeah, well like as that. soon as you get no, the morph
1: happen. ball like when you slide into like a a narrow passage like you gotta automatically go into the ball so i'm like now let me keep sliding all the way through
0: i do like that that feature though like when you climb it just automatically goes to the morph ball and i'm not sure if that's in the other metroids because this is really the first one i've actually played like the entire way through
1: and then someone on youtube uh, like was that like uh digital foundry i think went over some of the animation aspects uh hope you can correct me if i'm wrong i think oh i'm not digital, really sure honestly digital foundry <laughs> they go over a lot of graphical stuff but um yeah, something about animations being like really smooth transition. Yeah, I mean, like we covered before about actually controlling her, a lot of the transition animations are just really smooth from going to like the sliding animation to a marble, and then just from actually shooting itself to If you actually just stop and look at her whenever you shoot, and this is something that was also in Sam's Returns, the, uh, Mercury Steam's last Metroid game. I uh, shoot once, and then uh, wait a second. She goes into a different pose. Like so, when she shoots, you know, she kind of has her leg to the back to kind of hold her steady, and then she'll transition Ooh. back into a more relaxed pose. And that's just I a small little, yeah. It's a small little details I like. Yeah, probably because. Dread like kind of incites you to go really fast, so you don't have time to actually look at it. Oh man, yeah, I will have to go
0: back and look because I-, I didn't even notice that when I was playing because everything's just so like fast. Yeah, it's, it's just like
1: small little things like that.
0: Yeah, you see, like um, some care went into it.
1: Uh, something that I noticed right away, and then I felt like I saw other people comment on it. it was a um, just a little flaw. Just I kind of wish it was a more run into an animation, like a slow walk into a animation or run animation, and instead of just like a strip sprint immediately yeah um because if you hold the stick just slightly it's still a full full speed run you can't really control that yeah i i can i can definitely see the argument
0: for that um i feel like though when playing against like the bosses and stuff like i feel like that would screw me up like if she starts off slow like not for all the bosses but for like certain bosses i feel like that would kind of screw me up if if there was like a delay to her moving that
1: well, I guess sense. with some of the bosses being so <laughs> super fast paced, you kind of need that. You don't have time <laughs> yeah. for that whole s- super slow side step. <laughs> it's like, nah, I yeah. want a lot of full
0: speed. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, because, yeah, I mean, there's, there's bosses in this game that they're like super quick and it kind of catches you off guard. Did you beat any of the bosses, like besides the water boss, which I guess we can talk about. But did you beat any of the bosses in the first try? I
1: think just one of the Chosen wa- Warriors... Actually, I think it was the last Chosen Warrior, the one that she drains of its energy. Okay, yeah. I, that's the one I beat first tribe, just because I was already used to at that point. You fight a few of them, a couple of the Chosen Warriors, including yeah, the robot ones. Uh, this is yeah. the um, X-infected one. Towards the end, you get the... Uh, do you get a power from that? No. Yes? I don't know, I don't remember. So. There was a couple of them, but this is the one... When you have your metro powers and you like drain it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, funny. Yeah. I, I took a a clip of that, uh just because I mean I say I beat it a first time. And yeah, this is true, but I think I was down to like twenty health or something <laughs> when I beat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Was that probably like the lowest health you had um while beating a boss?
1: Probably. And was like, it was like funny. This is like the, I, I beat that one the first time.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, that that's like super stressful. Um, and I haven't played like a, a game like this for like a really long time where your health gets drained as fast. Like this, the health in this game gets drained so fast against these bosses. And I think that's mainly why the bosses are so difficult because you have like those health canisters. And I don't know if that's what they're called, but and you get hit by the with the boss. I mean, it takes like one or two of them away. Like it's like really tough. There's like no countdown.
1: I was kind of like, and I don't know, like using Dark Souls as a reference, but uh, you know, like the slow. Dark Souls pace of dodging and like knowing when to attack, even like Monster kind of like that was like the older games. Yeah, we had time to think. No, this one just like they just tell you to just go ham basically because you don't have time yeah. to think. You like keep dodging.
0: Oh yeah, it's like good luck. Hopefully you'll figure it out on the fly, or you'll be playing it over again. Yeah, it's basically how it was. But I yeah, I thought that honestly some of the the mini bosses that you have to fight, like those um I guess those robot or things or whatever um i kind of felt like they were a little bit more difficult than some of like the bosses like i can't remember his name the guy that throws his uh his fingernails at you oh craig not Yeah, yeah 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 i
1: guess he's um, back <laughs> that he reason.
0: he was familiar for me because i definitely did fight against him in one of the other games probably a um,
1: super metroid i think played yeah. a little bit of
0: yep yep that's it and I thought he was pretty easy in that one, and apparently there is that sequence break that you can get like the the ball or whatever and kill him in one shot. Yeah, I, I had no idea.
1: Well, I found that about on a, that on a post. I saw.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I guess if you know where the morph ball is, you can probably get it. I mean, well, you can definitely get it, but yeah, I have. I didn't have any idea that that was a thing. Well, <laughs> that's what's called
1: uh, I forget the name already. <laughs> Uh you can actually get that early um just like a lot of other items in uh previous metroids. I think this is one of the easier metroids to try to um, sequence break. Yeah. Um all the earlier ones. I don't know how much sequence breaking was intended, maybe a couple of things. Well, you know, developers also Metroid fans, so it seems like. Well, I think they went into the intention of wanting people sequence break seeking sequence break meaning uh, you're getting items well before like it's intended mm-hmm. but with a um with that crate little Easter egg I think they're trying to like intend on you trying to do that early because you can actually go back to the room and find that because I think there's was something in that room near that room like an item you go back to possibly um, oh maybe and then maybe you like you know you just kind of curious rolling yourself into the a ball and that's what i did i'm like what is this and it shoots you out so i mean that that's how you kind of find out that you can actually get stuff early if you try it hard enough so you can do like the bomb jumping you just like keep pressing bombs. you have to time it perfectly though to keep yourself elevated with the bombs yeah uh world time jumps real time like wall jumps and little things like that to try to get items early
0: now right, i remember yeah, I feel like if you're skilled you can get stuff
1: Oh yeah. I mean, uh it takes a lot of quick reactions and just timing too. Uh you can mm-hmm. get it down just a lot of playing around it. It does take a lot longer to complete the game at that point, but I can do it. It's, it's pretty
0: cool how they at least they include that in there because you know, even if you find stuff out after the fact you can go back and maybe make hard mode a little bit easier for you.
1: Well, I haven't even touched on that. I mean I, I played through the game once, I uh, went back and then 100%ed it. And I kind of already, yeah, I didn't use any guides on, so I'm, I'm already used all the Metroid formula. So, I mean, not saying it was easy. Long time Metroid fan. So, yeah. Uh, you, you be, did you? You didn't 100% it though.
0: I haven't 100%ed it yet. And there was just only a couple things I needed help with. Like the Shine Spark was something that I didn't understand. Uh, I remember going back and trying to get to, I think it was like that blue uh, teleporter. Can't remember the area name, but there's like these blocks that have I think those purple downward arrows if I'm remembering correctly yeah and I was like I don't really know how to break those but the, it seems like the game is wanting me to go here
1: yeah shine shine sparking isn't the easiest I think in this game it was a little bit easier than the previous shine sparks in uh yeah. like uh, super metroid zero mission fusion this one was lots of fun was the shine spark. I tell you you have a lot more control of it Seems like. Yeah. I was able to manage uh, several of them, took me many tries. Do um, they're not too hard to figure out how they work. It's just more like trying to actually execute it. Like you can figure out what you need to do, but twitchy controls, like trying to get that done, it, it was kind of hard. Yeah. So someone took me several tries because, you know, you go into like a speed boost and then you press down to like the shine spark mm-hmm. and then you can like jump and hold a direction where you want to go. Well, you only have like so long to jump into a direction before it runs out. So obviously some of the shine spark puzzles, you gotta like uh go down to a shine spark, then you gotta slide on or something, go find another ramp to run up, trigger again, then spin around something else and do it again before it runs out. And it it just gets crazy.
0: Yeah, it it definitely was tough. And yeah, there's there's a couple of them that I still haven't been able to do. But yeah, that one where it's it's kinda like a I don't know, like a, a greater than sign. <laughs> In terms of like its angle, it's like a really acute. Yeah, angle. that's
1: the uh, speed booster symbol.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go and you have to bounce off the wall because that'll maintain your sprint. And then you slide under the thing, uh, activate Shine Spark, bust through the. It's it's crazy. Um, or no, that no, you're right. Yeah, that was just the the sprinting one. You just had a sprint well, yeah, it, I
1: guess. That's how you break the those blocks because so, this Shine Spark is the speed booster, basically. Oh, so okay. you you break the same blocks as that. Okay. Yeah, it was it was definitely tough, but it's it was very
0: like rewarding and it looked really pretty <laughs> like on the screen watching like how smooth it was. And...
1: Oh, I, I love the one where you go straight up and it turns the camera to angle. It's just cinematic. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. one was just
0: fun. It is. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I just needed help knowing how to do it because I haven't played through like another Metroid that has that. And I don't know if they tell you that you have to do that. I can't remember. Like it, everything was such a blur. And I was just like, you know, proud of myself for getting as far as I did. So by the time I got that ability, I, I didn't even read any like hints or anything like that. So I actually went online. I'm like, how, how do I block this? Because this is the one time that I did get lost. Because so I'm like, well, I guess I can't break these blocks because I can't hold my sprint all the way up this thing. I just can't
1: make it. Right. So. And that's how you, that's when you got to re-trigger it. So how you do it, and now this is turning into Game uh strategy guy edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you go into a shine spark. Now you're glowing, right? Now you got to go find a slope and jump into it, like go like straight into it. And then you start running up the slope again. As soon as you're up that slope, then you press down again to go into your uh, that shine spark little phase. Yeah, and you could just keep doing that over and over and hold your shine spark. But it, it's really complicated. I, I would have to like send you a video. Uh, everyone else can just look it up. <laughs> it's not something you can really explain that well. Yeah, you need like a visual. visual yeah, you need uh, more of visual.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it's it's very rewarding though once you get it. And you know this this game kind of like just overall felt like constant dopamine because. It's like you get to finally go places that you weren't able to go to. It's like a game of keys. Like that's kind of what I gathered, and that's kind of what I remember of Metroid Prime. Um, but I just thought that the I felt like the level design was just really well done. You know, it felt like the game wasn't holding your hand, and it felt like it was also helpful in a sense because it kind of left you off where you're supposed to go. Like I didn't feel like it was like extremely difficult or extremely easy to get lost. You know, the the map is simple enough to follow. And yeah, I thought I just thought that the level design though is just really nice and enemy placement was really nice, just where enemies are. Um, you know, I know that, that uh Jaffy, he was talking about that uh that one room where it's like, you know, how would I know to get here? Well there's enemies up there, it looks oh. really obvious. You shoot things in Metroid to find out, the game tells you to shoot things. Yeah, well, I, don't, um, I don't know. About that. <laughs> I didn't really understand the criticism in terms of that. I thought that that was one of the more obvious uh, secrets.
1: Well, that that's really how Metroid is. Secret. It's like you see something interesting. Like, well, how do I get there? Oh, well, you try stuff. That's what you do. That's what Metroid is.
0: Yeah, see what happens. You know, there's nothing wrong with, with shooting around.
1: Uh, it could be like so. Super Metroid, which I don't think you made that far. It's like, how was I supposed to know? I supposed to put a bomb right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, to be fair, that one was a little more cryptic, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But this one didn't seem to have that. I was expecting this game to have some weird cryptic one. Um, I actually tried some weird stuff out. It didn't work out. It wasn't. So this game was pretty straightforward for the most part. Would you say, like, out of
0: all the Metroids that you played, would you say that this one was kind of more of, like, a linear Metroid?
1: Um, Yeah, I would say it's pretty linear. Um, but it's fun because it just keeps you moving. Like you just keep going and going, uh, if you get stuck. Then you just run back and there's not too much wasted time. It seems like, yeah. um, I only found one little moment where I, like, I annoyed. I'm like, Oh, I should have stayed here. Uh, now i got to run across back the whole map, but it was my <laughs> fault. Cause I wasn't paying attention to a certain area or a certain door. Uh, sometimes you just forget a door and you look at yeah. the map like, wait, I need to just go through there. I forgot to go through that. I never even opened this tour.
0: Yeah. It's just something you miss and you go and figure it out. And like, that's, that's kind of like how I feel playing it in a way. Like, I feel like there is certain times where it's like, okay, I'm a little bit stuck. But then once you find your way, it's like, you kind of have like a little like momentum streak going until like the next stop. And it's like, okay, now what? Um,
1: yeah. The only stuff that kind of stops you um, is the, your computer, Adam moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the only parts to stop but That's That's a metric Fusion thing, too. Metroid Fusion, I think, had longer segments of that that kind of stopped hearing a path. Mm. Um, so I guess maybe it's as linear as Fusion, but it's more fast-paced where it doesn't feel like you are stopped as much.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know about you, but I, I actually kind of like those little computer atom sequences.
1: Yeah, it's a little um. breather and, like, <laughs> while you're going like super crazy fast, like, all right, you need to slow down. The game's just telling you, you need to slow it slow down so you can listen
0: <laughs> Like I liked it because I know when I found them, that it meant that I'm on the right track. It's like, okay, I'm going the right way. Now that I came across this, it's like, okay, but I now like, on I can go.
1: Yeah. I like how, um, the game doesn't stop you for, and besides atom parts, uh, those are, I don't include that. Just, it doesn't stop you for big exposition only up until halfway through the game and at the end everything else mm-hmm. is like kind of shorter cutscenes and they go really well they they flow really well into like they transition into just fighting bosses and whatnot and
0: I, I also I just want to say I like the portrayal of samus in this game as well like she seems very like decisive and it's like she's always on guard which makes sense considering where where you're located but I just thought that her like portrayal in this game, seem like that's how samus should be
1: i mean yeah the the suit is also samus it's uh it's nice to be able to see her eyes yeah give expressions i really thought in the past there was not enough of that i mean they, they kept her kind of you know in a quiet bounty hunter but it was nice yeah. to see little moments beginning of zero mission they showed her eyes a few other moments she was in their zero suit don't talking though know. It was a well it was a GBA game but there was a dialogue over but it was only for one part. And then uh, Fusion had a small brief moment towards the end of the game where it just shows their eyes. Like They don't show much of any cutscenes where it's like a picture, maybe like two moments in that game. So when it happens, it was really nice to see it. But I would say Dread did it really well. They showed enough, Mm -hmm. but not too much, just when they needed it to.
0: Yeah, it definitely felt like the emphasis was on the gameplay rather than... You know, going through and it being like a, you know, Uncharted type game where it's like, all right, uh, 12 minute cutscene. All right. Well, then halfway through.
1: She talks I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> she's like, I don't know
0: it was nice. Like that was a nice, uh, it was a nice surprise. And, you know, there's, there's other cutscenes as well. Like, you know, the boss sequences, like I thought it was awesome when I think it was Kraid that she was fighting and she's just like standing at like the end of like that platform and she's yeah. like charging up the, uh, the, uh, arm cannon. Like that was, that was pretty cool.
1: I mean, this is uh Metroid five Samus. She's already been through all of that. Uh, technically she's already been through the whole prime series early way yeah. early on i mean she's been through a lot i wonder if she like wonders why crate isn't just like dead well with all that cloning or whatever i figure he was like a clone or something yeah because yeah. um well actually no i don't know if they those that talk about the Daha Daha. i don't know how pronounce it, the tribe the one from zevis mm. i think yeah they were the ones from uh, zevis and i figured maybe they had like crate dna or something they brought it there and then they cloned him or something i don't know That doesn't really need much much explanation. I mean, there's already cloning. There's uh, x parasites, you know, mimicking stuff. So
0: yeah, I saw somewhere where in like that one area that's like all like frozen when you get in there, Um, and I think the maybe it's not frozen. Maybe the power's out. Um, Apparently, you can like see like this tank in the background, and it's like I don't know the like the. you know, enemies or bosses names from the previous games. But apparently there was like a boss from like a previous game that people think because like the outline looked like him. Um, and some people are speculating, like maybe that's like a DLC battle or something later on. Uh, I wouldn't um, count on that. Probably not. But yeah, it's, it seems like it's some kind of Easter egg though. Like, you know, maybe in the next game or something, or I don't know, maybe he's going to come back.
1: Yeah. Metric games are like one and done, Uh you know, bug fixes. That's it. I mean, it's, I don't yeah. expect anything.
0: Yeah. Now, I know that there was a lot of people that were kind of, um, disappointed with one of like the, the big inclusions of this game, which were the, uh, the Emmy battles. I'll be honest. When I first, when we first came across like that, like broken down Emmy, like that kind of introduced them and you get like, you know, the Omega cannon, which is actually, I think is in Metroid prime hunters. It's been a long time, but they have like the Omega cannon in that game as well. And it basically just like kills everything on screen, if I remember correctly. But when they introduced that and you killed the uh, Emmy, I was like, wow, this is kind of uh, anticlimactic because this is like really easy just to kill them. And then like later on in the game, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate that. It was it got tough. Like, I mean, it wasn't as simple as just shooting them like you had to find like certain spots in that Emmy area to position yourself because all these things have like different abilities. Like that yellow one for me was the hardest because he was just like really, really fast, but it ended up being pretty fun. Like it ended up being challenging and like trying to position yourself into a spot where you can, you know, get rid of them.
1: I think I like died once after getting the Omega and dying to the Emmy, everything else I got down. It's mostly a lot of running away. I mean, I, I died once, but the times I lived or like killing them almost the Omega, Omega cannon. It took a while because I had to position myself in a really good spot. So it was just a lot of running away and find the best spot for me to charge it up. Yeah, there was uh I think it was the
0: blue one. I had to like go on like there's this like one area where you use like your um your grappling beam or whatever and you slide across like that top. Yeah. To wait for the Emmy <laughs> to like walk on top of there and basically kill it upside down, <laughs> which was
1: pretty awesome actually. I've seen some crazy clips because this is like AI controlled. Like it tries to predict something or it tries like, I think there's some sort of randomizer in it. Let's see where it goes. Cause I don't think the enemy is always consistent whenever you enter a new room. So it just gets changed up. Well, same thing was it's like running patterns, I think it changes directions I've seen I know some sort of pattern uh, depending on like which wall you climb or whatever but so sometimes it gets a little predictable, but other times you're like it comes right behind you when you don't expect it and that's when it gets hard and it's like really hard to counter
0: like oh yeah a little bit better at the end but I feel like even like the countering it's it's different every time like when it actually is going to attack so it's it's kind of tough to like actually get out of there and then once you actually do counter it's like oh shit where do I go (laughs)
1: i remember when i was like going back and forth between his legs under like over and over i'm like "Uh, i don't really know where to go and then i caught caught in the same spot again and i counter again like i still
0: don't know where to go and it's like you kind of start to panic because i feel like this game does a really good job with its um like the atmosphere that it kind of establishes like i think the normal like outside of the emmy zones is really nice like in terms of like you know how you feel but once you go in there, I mean, it's like you almost hit the panic button internally, and it's like, okay, I'm not playing my uh, my best here because I'm kind of scared that I'm going to get killed by this thing. But
1: I, I think the one that got me most, like the uh, which one was the underwater. I mean, that one and the speed booster one are the ones that got me the most. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because they catch so. up to you so fast. Like and now you're running underwater, and now it's like I gotta perfectly time i jumps, (laughs) otherwise i'm dead oh man my favorite is when you go into the morph ball and you just
0: like forget to hit the the cloaking button and like the emmy just reaches in and just like taps
1: you (sighs) i gave up on cloaking i'm like you know what i'm running away (laughs) is that worth stress of just hiding one spot what's the thing like when you're underwater i mean you're like
0: completely hindered before you get the uh the gravity suit right so the Emmy's
1: moving at full speed. Like he has no problem. I mean, why doesn't the so Emmy just stare at the same little pit corner the whole time until you drain your own energy from Yeah, that? you start dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it was it was a cool mechanic. I I probably didn't cloak too often either, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, there's just certain instances I think that I probably use the cloak in the water one the most, just because I mean you're so slow. I mean, you can't you literally can't go anywhere without him coming back. And with that one, like you try to wait for him to like go to like the other side, and then as soon as you get out, it's like oh he's coming this way, and he's way faster. So it was it was pretty pretty funny.
1: Now I kind of wish that uh, they weren't contained to a single area because it's like well now you can just avoid the area unless you need to go through it. I could see that. Uh, you know, imagine if you had them just running around like the whole map, so <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere you're like having to run away across the whole map. It's oh like God. not being predictable. It just shows up somewhere. See,
0: I feel like they should have kept them in the areas up until the last area you go. And then there should just be one that's roaming around.
1: Oh, one is just like,
0: oh, we found out it could escape. It doesn't even tell you that it's there. You're just, you know, fighting and all of a sudden, boom. that The music I mean, starts at playing point, and an Emmy's coming at you.
1: Yeah, that's that's when the game would deserve the title of Metroid Dread.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing, you know. And I'm surprised they they didn't have, like, areas where there's more than one. I feel like that would have been really interesting
1: well that's also like a plot point of metroid fusion with the sax if you know about it and i think that's kind of covered just briefly in the prologue about the sax which is samus's x clone and those are all scripted though like where they go it'll it'll still chase you between rooms until you lose it but that'd be kind of crazy if it was more like that and it'll chase you like outside the zones yeah Um, that would be really scary there was like a mention, and it never—you never see this in game. There's a in the dialogue in the story. It's like there be be more than uh, I don't even know how many. It was like there's basically like several potential S.A.X. That's there's not just one. There's multiple clones of Samus around the whole station. Oh my god! I think yeah, someone made actually someone made a a fusion. Or no, it's actually Super Metroid mod, but it's actually Metroid Fusion. So it's like based on the Super Metroid engine, I think. Okay. And they actually made uh, multiple SAX chase you down and they had the X ray. The the one in Fusion doesn't have like the X ray, but the mod, that Super Metroid mod, they can actually look through walls and find you. <laughs> and oh, you're man. screwed and there's two of them, and it's multiple. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would But then one of the Emmys could me. see through walls, remember?
0: Yeah, I, I didn't really understand that because I would turn my cloaking on. And I'm pretty sure it didn't see me when I was cloaking. Like, I thought that was going to cancel out the cloak. But I, it didn't
1: really seem like that was the case, though, with that one. Well, like I said, I, I never really stopped. I just kept moving. I feel like that was my safest bet to survive be acrobatic yeah. enough so
0: i feel like there was um there one of them i felt like i didn't really even encounter it that much and then i just killed it like it felt like maybe a couple times went in the area but then it's like before i know it it's dead i mean
1: i hope you're not talking about the script the uh, the cutscene scripted one no no no
0: no no not, <laughs> not that
1: one no i was, was actually, actually pushing one. buttons through the whole thing until i found out wait <laughs> <laughs> that was actually fun though like you 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 still feel like you're in control. Like she's shooting something at her. Or she's doing something. yeah, I think she was trying to counter it, but it, that's scripted. That's not you, but it, make, it makes it feel like it's you because you don't even know if you're still controlling it. The transition is so well done. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking the about. The one towards I the end.
0: About. Yeah, when she just counters it. And yeah, that one, that one is really cool. That was a really cool scene because like she grabs like that hook with her hand and she's like glowing purple, like, you know, Monster Hunter 4
1: style. Yeah. Yeah. The transitions cool. in this game are just really good. It's not like, jarring like other games like it just cuts to like a pre-rendered video or something. Yeah, what did you think of uh like being able
0: to go into like that third person perspective? Like I thought it looked really nice. Like I thought like it was really smooth to like switching the camera. Third person? And forth.
1: Oh, you mean like kind of like offset camera? Yeah. Like it's yeah, already third like person. Use,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, like when it's like kind of like
1: behind the shoulder. Right. Yeah, um, no, those were actually nice. It it kind of feels weird because I don't feel like Metroid is supposed to be seen at that perspective. You know, it, it's supposed to be a 3D world, but <laughs> yeah, it's like like, uh, it. like is sandwiches on an ant farm or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but those angles were nice.
0: Yeah, like I thought it was kind of like a nice change. You know, it, it did kind of like limit you in a sense. Like you have this weapon that can kill these enemies, but you're stuck in a single spot to kill it. You have to... Back out of that perspective and run away if you want to move i don't know I if it made it hard
1: cool. in a good way or not i don't know i I don't have much of an opinion it just looked
0: cool yeah I, just, I thought it was kind of it's it was kind of like a nice view and i thought it looked really like you know well um like detailed and all that and i don't know it was kind of cool seeing it from that perspective but i definitely see what you mean where it's like this doesn't feel like you should be looking at it no. Do her visor for this particular game
1: yeah those that um even like the counters like the during the bosses you can still shoot missiles and that was something that first didn't in- i didn't realize that when, oh. you, when like you're doing that like it would have saved you so much time fighting the boss yeah i'm like
0: oh i could have been shooting him the entire time
1: <laughs> oh my yeah, god of, yeah not a lot of things this game explains so it's, i think it's fine um it, i prefer it that way honestly yeah yeah i mean it already gave you enough tutorials and certain things and you beat the game it's beautiful i mean still yeah. do it without like knowing you could do that yeah yeah i think so and that's why it's a replayable game you just like learn things every time like what I'm like oh i can do that yeah i mean
0: honestly i feel like if i played it over again it, I mean, it would be kind of weird not having like the abilities because like at the end like with the uh the screw attack. I mean, you're you're basically just like flying
1: everywhere. Oh, I mean, every Metroid's like that. <laughs> At the end, where you're just like super powerful. It just feels nice.
0: Yeah, but this this game actually has made me want to go back to like Super Metroid because there was areas where I'm like, man, I'm never going to be able to jump over here, and it's like, oh, after playing Dread, it makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to literally fly over there now. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty pretty uh, cool
1: seeing all the different power ups and all that. And well, it's kind of interesting was, uh, like hearing things from the perspective of someone like it's never of metroid before so yeah, like what, yeah. what other things kind of like trip you up until you got it like i know there's the the gravity suit so did you get that down where you're like the somersault where you just keep pushing it because you got to kind of have a cadence of pressing it for the gravity suit or not the, gravity um, suit, the um space jump sorry
0: yeah 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 so it's kind of like um you mean like when you're you're spinning like you're kind of twirling and then you jump again yeah and jump again yeah the infinite jump, basically. So the only time I had a problem with it was during the second phase of the last boss battle. And basically, you kind of need to use that when he is using, like, his rapid-fire yeah. gun. And you're basically jumping
1: around in a circle. <laughs> yeah, that one took me a couple tries to figure out that I had to do that. I was doing the, uh, what's it called? The one where you fly, the flash, the flash ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was using that until I figured, like, no, that's not working. So I did the whole, like keep spinning around them and yeah. you can go fast enough to avoid that. Thing.
0: So that was really the only time that I kind of struggled with it just because I was kind of panicking mm-hmm. because, you know, I'd get, I'd get through that first phase. Perfect. I wouldn't get touched. I was to the point where, you know, you jump over them, you know, go fast and all that and counter. And when I got to that area or I'm not area, but that second phase, I struggled because, You know, you're trying to do a whole bunch of things, and in that particular area, you do have to do a lot of like your different abilities. Like when he does the charge at you, you have to slide underneath him. I don't know if you did that or not. I know you could probably jump, but I found the sliding to work way better to avoid him.
1: Which one? Um, Like during the second phase when he like charges at the wall. Oh, I think well, is that one on the counter? No. No, I jumped and flashed. Okay. You can slide wait, you can slide under him? I'm trying to think of if I'm thinking of the right one. Yeah, it's like basically like he like is flying
0: and then like he like kind of does like a slight like he goes back a little bit and then he just like darts in. Oh,
1: yeah, I that, I, used, I just I used flash
0: it for a bunch of things. Yeah, I tried to do it, but I kept getting hit by him. And I when you finally get to that last phase, you know, you don't want to have like, you know, very small amount of health because then you have to go back and do the whole thing again. So. Yeah, I was, like, sliding and doing all this stuff, and I'm trying to do, like, the jump, and I'm, like, trying to hurry. So, it's, like, if you are spamming the jump button, it's not going to activate the, you know, the gravity aspect. So, you have to, like, time it, like, you know, jump, 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 jump. Yeah. You can't be, like, jump, 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 because you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to hit, and then you're going to get mad, so.
1: Yeah, you got to be um, quick in this game, but you also got to time things just right. Besides that, though,
0: besides, like, you know, getting tripped up with that, I really didn't have too many issues like I felt like and this kind of goes back to like when I was talking about the controls earlier like the game feels very fair in a sense that when something happens or if you die you can kind of see what you did wrong and unfortunately with that last boss it took me like two hours to beat the last boss like I was like sitting on the couch trying to beat it and it was it wasn't making me mad because it's like Okay, I died there because I tried spamming the, the gravity jump and I was too fast with it and I died and I was stupid. But it just feels like everything works if you are actually doing it correctly. Oh, yeah, I didn't really I, have any, any issues. Yeah, I'm
1: glad I played the... Most of the game, Doc, was a pro controller because I don't know oh, yeah, if I could have done it was the joy cons it's no, doable this is not a joy con game no it's a really twitchy game you got like mash those buttons really quickly
0: i feel like this would definitely be like a candidate for like hand cramps if you played it on the joy cons like i was even starting to cramp up after like those two hours of fighting the boss just from like the repetitive Oh, uh, Samus uh, returns movements. is a candidate for
1: hand cramps
0: too yeah i need to go back and play it but i'm just i feel like I-, I wish that that game was on Switch or I wish that they would port it to Switch because I just feel like it is a better system to play this type of game, especially with like the aiming from everywhere. Yeah, That's uh, one of
1: those where also you just can't count that either. It's maybe, maybe not. Uh, I mean, considering having like ported easier Metroids. Yeah. When
0: you were playing this game, because i I don't really have a lot of context from the other Metroid games, but I saw like articles and stuff that said like the boss battles in this one are like way diff more difficult than the ones in the previous games. Did you find that to be the case, or was it hard to tell because like you already know what you're doing?
1: Uh, they're harder in the sense that it's a lot faster paced. I just not used okay. that in a
0: Metroid. Did you feel like like the mobility though was like greatly improved for you to kind of counteract?
1: Uh yeah, the sound says it never felt more fluid than this. It, so I, I guess it's yeah. it matches up with how the boss styles were. Because if they're as hard or easy as the previous Metroid bosses, um, it just wouldn't work out because you just kind of be overpowered in that regard. Yeah, that makes sense. So
0: I guess um, I don't know. Do you want to get into the uh? The ending? The ending? Oh, the yeah. Game? I mean like I mean, this is something that you've been waiting for for, like a long time. So like was this ending well, like shocking
1: to you? I kind of briefly want to go over the middle part again. It's that's oh, actually it. a big yeah. thing that happened. I mean, yeah. Uh for anyone's already played, I mean you kinda of, right now, if you haven't played Fusion, things get a little bit confusing and kinda of weird, and you're like, what the hell is happening? What are these things? Uh <laughs> that's regarding the X the parasite. Coming off of Fusion, like, this is a direct sequel to Fusion. And there weren't much things in the in the trailers that kind of, you know, were shown that make it be, like, a direct sequel, like, referencing Fusion. But when you get halfway through the game, yeah, no, this is a direct... Fusion eagle like it references it 100% because they bring the X back. Because in the beginning of the game, there's like that transmission saying the X arrived, and you don't see about it for like the entire half of the game. You're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I think it's just a trap by Raven Beak or something. No, yeah. no, no, the X are very much alive. They contain it in this area, and now this game, like, you accidentally release them. I don't know if they were <laughs> Raven Beak. I should never figure it out. I mean, I think Raven Beak even said it was Raven Beak during the whole like Adam Spiel thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That
1: that part was weird. I didn't get some of that. Like, uh aside from the whole Raven Beak is Adam the Adam computer thing, which was weird to me. Yeah, the whole X thing was really cool because now it changes the whole game. Like this it's not even the same game anymore. It was all the enemies being X parasites because now they can turn into like new enemies, different enemies, or just like come back unless you absorb the X. And that's literally yeah. Metroid Fusion. So now this game's almost literally Metroid Fusion gameplay, which really excited me because I got thrown back so, to like 2002, I guess 2004 hmm. when I first played it. I'm like, wow, we're playing Metroid Fusion again. <laughs> so that was really exciting. And then, you know, real estate X, like, oops, I released the X. It's uh, all
0: X Parasite. <laughs>
1: it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my my, my reaction during the whole thing. I'm just, I, you know, Samus walks out looking at all the X going around, like, getting released, like, uh, uh, oops! <laughs> and then, like, the whole planet gets infected, and like, uh, it wasn't me. <laughs>
0: At that point, did you like kind of figure that the planet was going to have to be exploded? Yes, I mean
1: that's what happened in metric Fusion. <laughs> I mean, in Fusion, you don't just blow up a planet. No, you ram a space station into a planet, <laughs> <laughs> which made a little bit more sense because uh this game. Well, we'll go over that later, but. Uh, yeah, Matter Metroid Fusion you hit the self-destruct on a on the station and fly into a planet It blows up. Simple as that because you want the, the X-Parasites to come from the planet SR38 which is the planet the space station was hovering above so you just launch it. The space station is the one that got infected everything got infected there so you yeah. go and take care of it and just blow the station the planet. You're like, I'm done here.
0: I'm out. Goodbye. I will say, and I meant to actually bring this up earlier um, the one gripe that I'm kind of have with uh with this game is that it doesn't really feel like you're in a place where things like actually lived and like had a good time it's like everyone just did they just die from being lost like i just it didn't feel like it was something that they like inhabited but i guess you're only on like you know certain certain areas are you talking
1: about like the creatures of the planet
0: yeah like it just it didn't feel like it was like it definitely felt like you know this is definitely just for you know the gameplay right. and all that. There's things that aren't really like actually living in this area. Didn't feel like you know that was the case.
1: I mean, what would the Federation send like is, I mean, Metroid can't crawl, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> but allegedly, she's the only one who can crawl. She can slide, actually. Yeah, she, she can, can slide. Can, yeah, she why can't crawl, crawl now. Mm-mm. She can crawl off walls. She can't crawl floors. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the uh, i love the second half of the game you're like it's a whole new game it just turns into metroid fusion gameplay it's a really nice change but yeah and you fight some bosses a long way shoot some more parasites and just absorb them on the way uh yeah. and then you get the whole ending expositionless and it was a shorter exposition so raven beak being i don't know a godfather i would say just is like daughter i'm like okay i bet like Put a little bit of DNA in our arms like, oh, look, we we got like you got my shot or something like a bird shot. Yeah, we both have arm cannons. <laughs> <laughs> you have you arm cannons. I of? got arm cannons. I mean, look at this.
0: We're basically related. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, we're twins. We're like brothers, only closer.
1: We're like brothers, <laughs> only siblings. <laughs> only you're my daughter uh yeah and the manga there's a way back uh a manga that talks about her old childhood and whatnot but even in the previous games you get like an idea she was raised by the chozo so she like circuit fathers so this whole like she had a one more fodder kind of thing just because they're she got his dna it's like "Eh." it's kind (laughs) of he was already kind of full on himself anyways i mean the fact that he got slapped in the end Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but anyways, yeah, yeah, you go through this whole boss fight. That boss fight was really fun. We really talked about that for a little bit. Yeah, really, really well done. Uh, but then at the end, you think you're being a man. It's like, nope, I just grabbed you from the neck. You're going to die. And then uh, she turns into a Metroid, apparently. <laughs> Which was kind of
0: freaky in a way, because, like, you see inside her helmet, and it's, like, veiny. <laughs> yeah,
1: around, and then like, the she's, like, freaking out. She <laughs> grabs her... She. She grabs his face, just like claws at his face, just absorbing everything for him. And then, and then the shit goes down and whatever. Yeah, which
0: then triggers them both to be out in the open. And then he gets a.
1: Uh, Express side sucked in, I guess, because he was weak or something. I don't know. It didn't matter. <laughs> he looked like uh, people discussed his, like Craig. It was some discussion being like, it was like the same Express side, probably. Found like Kraid's body grade. or something, yeah. So like, like part Kraid but part monstrosity or something like that, and then you get the hyper beam at the end, yeah, and just go berserk. That was fun. Uh, I watched a gameplay yeah. video of someone who just tapped it, didn't hold it the whole time. and It kind of hurt me. <laughs> Oh my god! You you held it the whole time, or at like least most of the oh, time, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I was just holding it down. I'm like, I'm killing everything. now. <laughs> zap! I see you, zap! Yeah, it's like why not? Especially because it goes through walls. Well, it's especially like, clean when like, out,
1: like rooms, enemies. You have free aim while like moving, so I'm just spinning in circles while like. Going oh yeah! Out. I
0: felt like a sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> I was just running through. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like that was like one of the most satisfying. That was probably one of the most satisfying weapons I've ever used in a video. You're game. like, hey,
1: check out how hard I can beam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing, right? You, you get to that that you know ending sequence, and it's revealed that she's basically a Metroid prior to that battle. Yeah. And then we actually see it. So I thought that the the green suit was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, when, like because also like confusion
1: like I mean, it already happened. She got the. Uh, metroid dna it was like a vaccine injected into her because she got absorbed from the x well in fusion let me just give you a rundown because uh it it went over briefly i think in the beginning of dread was a fusion spot for a bit so she goes down to the planet sr 3 that's where she previously killed all the metroids and then like i guess x parasite already lived there and then she gets uh one on her uh she gets transferred to a federation hospital uh, they gave her a Metroid vaccine because the Metroids were developed by the Chozo as predators to the X to take care of the X problem. Cause the Chozo actually found out about the X way before her Nest artery and that's why they made the Metroid so they can counter them. So that's why they gave her the vaccine, so like the the Metroid vaccine, so she wouldn't die from the X parasite. So now she like in Metroid Fusion, she can absorb them and then Metroid did, dread, same thing. So she was already like she had Metroid DNA in her. <laughs> And not only that, I guess, well, maybe partially from the super Metroid baby, the one from Metroid 2. So she's got a lot of weird genes going on. I don't know what's worse, uh, having Metroid DNA or having like radiation sickness.
0: Yeah. She's basically like the, uh, the, you know, test dummy for vaccines.
1: (laughs) Hey, kids, did you get your second Metroid vaccine shot?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So did that like surprise you that they just revealed like, okay, like the Metroid DNA has taken over? And that's like your primary thing now.
1: Well, the suit surprised me though. You know, it kind of built up to it until, you know, she went super sane. Yeah. So I'm kind of confused, right? So Metroid
0: Fusion, her like various suit basically like becomes her, right? Like she's like stuck in the suit. She can't take the suit off.
1: No, no, not exactly. I mean, the suit is, I think the suit is completely separate from her still, Uh, even in Dread. It's just like uh, in Fusion, it's explained that parts of her suit had to get removed because they were infected by the X. Okay. And that's also how the SAX came to be is that uh, it absorbs on her suit or something like that. And then like, it found its way out, whatever. But um, during the whole like process of her getting a vaccine, they had to strip away that suit. And I guess that's just like, kind of what it looked like after. It's kind of bizarre, like how that (laughs) would work. Like you strip away the suit and now it looks like the fusion suit. Like that. Is that what's supposed to be under? It's like, I don't know. They just want to make a cool looking suit. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's probably But no, it's
1: not exactly part of her. I mean, she's still got like the... Um, well, you know, I think even like in... Um, Ultram kind of goes over her being able to like materialize the suit. But t- that's how it was also in like other games too. She can materialize the suit, I guess, th- based on that. It's kind of like having like a like a superhero can you know, think to fly or like other things where you're like, you know, you just think about it and then get your suit on. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, so that I think that's kind of how her suit is. It hasn't been consistent through the whole like Metroid series, but that's how it yeah. is basically.
0: Because it kind of seemed like when she turned into the Metroid, it, it kind of felt like it did kind of fuse to her a little bit. Because like the veins and
1: yeah, stuff. so the it, the Metroid is not glued to her, but it's you know part of her. It's kind of like the extension of the body. Almost. Yeah, nah, that's the best way to describe it. It took me like five minutes okay. <laughs> that <I'm> trying to <laughs> just say
0: that. I just say this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: I have. I do have another question
0: that I, I've been kind of thinking about too. Like you know when um like the good Chozo shows up in your ship and like stops you from like draining your ship. Yeah, the one that got because killed. Samus off with is her. all like, yeah. So when he like when he got um that x parasite inside of him, do you think that he was activating that Emmy? So Samus could absorb its power and beat. Um,
1: you know what? I didn't think about that uh, because
0: he was he had control at the end, which kind of makes makes me feel like okay, he wasn't a bad guy even when he was infected.
1: Well, let's see. I thought it was just like you know the X taking over and now it's doing bad things. Well, I, I thought that was the idea. Was like you know, so you know how the X are uh, prey of the Metroid. Samus of the Metroid. Yeah. Well, the X basically reactivates the enemy because they want her to die. I think. And that's what I got out
0: of it. See, I thought that, but then once I saw him at the end, I'm like, is he doing this on purpose? So that gives her, you know, that extra power boost that she can now, you know, basically drain Raven Beak at the end.
1: Uh, maybe. Uh, there's a lot of things that you could just theorize. I guess it's just like your own headcanon as to how you've, like, interpreted it. Yeah. Um, I guess it could work either, right? Because... I just wonder, like, okay, so she was basically
0: like leveled out at the end when that ex parasite went back into her from um
1: Yeah. Well that remember that Shoso. his tribe could control the Metroids. Okay. And I think the the X-Parasites retained some memories from their from the host. So the fact okay. is that their heels or at least the X-version of him was trying to control the Metroid in her. So that's why You know, as an ex, he went into her and then she's back to normal, right? Yeah. Because the Metroid is the prey or the... Yeah. Yeah, the prey. So, yeah, you think that
0: that, when that occurred, do you think that that just made like her Metroid DNA like more like dormant?
1: Yeah, that's basically what happened.
0: So, I mean, if she's just, you know, hypothetically, I mean, if she gets into like that situation again where she is starting to get powered up by stuff, I mean, what's stopping that from happening again?
1: I don't know the, the writer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I just wonder if it's um you know going to be similar to like I did play a little bit of Metroid Prime Three like a long long time ago like a tiny bit. Um, I'm just curious if it's going to be similar in like the whatever they decide to do next to like Phazon. Yeah, where like she can kind of control it for short periods of time and like use like that crazy arm cannon.
1: Yeah, that, um, that's why I kind of separate Prime from. The mainline, I mean, it is its very own different. thing. It it's canon, very loosely. It's very loosely canon. I, so in Samus Returns, like the remake of Metroid Two, which is also done by Mercury team, there is only small subtlety that it's canon, like that's referenced visually, and yeah. that's Ridley having like the same uh, Meta Ridley parts as the one in Prime. So yeah, it, it's it's canon. I mean, it exists, but as far as that mainline goes i don't think it's ever gonna get reference it'd be kind of cool if they had more references but not have it uh tied directly because the mainline you know doesn't really reference prime too much considering it came before it at least up until yeah i guess fusion since it released at the same time as prime
0: yeah it makes sense i will be honest though. I, i'm a little bit jealous of you because you've you know played the games up to this point so this ending probably had like a greater impact for you where for me, like even, and I will say, like even as me, like not, you know, finishing any of these other Metroid games, I still thought the ending was really awesome. Like I still really enjoyed the ending. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I do kind of wish I did have like that backstory and I did kind of have a little bit more history with the franchise mm. to fully enjoy it. And I know like that's kind of like not going to be possible now
1: because I went ahead and played it.
0: But yeah, I mean, I I was actually really impressed with it. And I really, really liked the ending yeah. a lot.
1: Yeah. I think the latter part for like that could be confusing for players who like play Dread or the X-Parasite because you realize they had to explain the X-Parasite so much to make yeah. for to the players for it to make sense whoever's not played Fusion. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing I think everyone else could be self-contained. A whole backstory too was explained too slightly. I mean it's all it's already been vaguely explained in the other games like especially Super Metroid doesn't really say anything you just see visuals. So I guess
0: now that this game is is done you've beaten it like where do you think they go next with this like do you think they keep mercury steam around and they just continue you know making more 2d metroid games
1: um i would say they should um they already shown that they can really change up gameplay from their previous title you know they they tried one shot at metroid it was all right i thought it was just okay i would rate it lower than like some of my favorite metroid's I would say give them another shot at another Metroid. This one was really good. They really learned a lot from the last game. So yeah. if they could do that again, which is kind of a high bar now. Um, it is, yeah. It's a pretty high of a bar now because they, they did a lot really well. They should probably do another one. Uh, Director Sakamoto said, I think this is like the end of the Metroid story. Like Metroid, Metroid. The So it's just Samus now, I think. But I don't know. I mean, considering she's got Metroid DNA, maybe just since it's dormant now, they don't really have to touch on that anymore. Maybe she'll just go on yeah. adventures like not Metroid related anymore. I mean, how did mm-hmm. you feel about like you, you played a Metroid game? You're like, where's the Metroid? It is odd, yeah. I mean, it's well, I mean, now she is a Metroid. yeah. It, it makes sense now because so, like, I it's mean,
0: Metroid. But yeah, it is odd though. Like playing throughout the entire game and you don't see a single Metroid. I mean, at least you don't know that you're seeing a Metroid. <laughs> throughout the
1: entire it's game. funny like the last and the last metroid that really existed, like the og metroid the last ones were in metroid 2 yeah everything else were clones after that is eh, super metroid that was well actually wait no actually no super metroid was the baby okay so that was the last og metroid and then Fusion were clone they had clones the federation were cloning metroids which i'm really confused why she would um Take a bounty from the Federation. Allegedly, Federation, you find it later wasn't it wasn't, but she would take a bounty from the Federation considering she messed up their. What they're doing. <laughs> she blew up their Metroid planet. Was a, well, I guess. Time heals all wounds, right? I don't know. Like, back then, my friend there, was like, uh, is like, Sam was on a run from the Federation. she screwed screw up their plans and stuff. So, don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, it's been so long. Writers <laughs> forget certain details, but I mean, the whole story. Yeah, like, like that's fine. Yeah, the whole storyline is still fine. <laughs> so whatever because then you're really touching that start uh stuff so yeah that was good um yeah as far as where to go next i don't know uh anything can happen i'd say just do something original yeah so here's here's my opinion of what
0: nintendo needs to do and what i think they should do um one i think they need to do the deal i think they need to lock down uh mercury steam to me like just like yeah. the brief amount of like you know playtime that I had with Samus Returns to this game, one, the fact that they improved it so much and how polished this was on, you know, in Metroid Dread on the Switch, I think that's a really good sign that you can see like serious improvement between these two games Mm -hmm. and they just seem to get it like this one shined way more than Samus Returns. And I think the main reason for that was because they could do like more of their own stuff with this game because this is a fresh game this is brand new so i think that even you know the game after this i think could you know have more potential because at this point in time you can kind of start branching off into a different storyline and i think that that's something that would really benefit
1: i I think that was the idea from the director i think that's what's going to happen um i think they were already working on well you know rough drafts and whatever on the next metroid so well we will see yeah we i mean i see. definitely
0: think that there is like a space though for these two these 2d games like yeah. i definitely think that this is something they should continue to work on and honestly i wouldn't mind if they if they remade the old games uh with metroid you know dreads mechanics i mm-hmm. honestly wouldn't mind so well yeah. I mean, just, you know impressed.
1: release them in a purchasable format
0: <laughs> yeah yeah at the very least at the very least, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I personally would love to see uh, Metroid Fusion, um, like with Metroid Dread's uh, visuals. Even though the Game Boy Advance and like the SNES, that's like my favorite graphic styles for games, like that, um, you know, those sprites. But uh, this game looks so good, though. Like everything about this game looked amazing. Uh, you
1: Steam seems to be really good at uh, Cinemax within gameplay. So. Yeah. It's just helped.
0: it's kind of a shame that, you know, they didn't do other M because <laughs> their cinematics seem like
1: well, well other M c- had like a really good c- like though. they had like uh those cinematics, but the game the gameplay itself didn't really fl- yeah. reflect on like how good you actually were. It's just you know, you could just press the button's like, Oh look, I'm mounted in killing it. This yeah. game, like uh dread, you actually had to try
0: They should make um I think Mercury Steam should make all the prime games in two D. Hmm.
1: I, I think they should thing, just, just make a new Metroid. I would just say make a new Metroid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I'm I'm very excited to see what they do. Um, I do hope, though, that Nintendo rewards them um, with some kind of, you know, whether it be an acquisition or, you know, like an extended like contract or something. Um, you know, that guarantees that they'll be working with Nintendo for a long time. Because, I mean, th- you know, this is a tough task. You know, people waiting for this game to come out. For years and for them to somehow at least you know from what i've gathered from what people have been saying to somehow exceed expectations and deliver this game the way they did as well as they did like that is pretty impressive to me so yeah i definitely think they should they should stick
1: around yeah i agree uh, really good spanish developer based in spain not yeah. many uh i didn't know not that not many like high rated games coming out of spain it's uh Pretty, pretty
0: impressive across the board. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do next. I really enjoyed Metroid Dread. I'm playing the Prime series now, seeing how I like that. Um, I guess really the the last thought that I have is that even if you haven't played the other Metroid games, I feel like that this is like a really good gateway drug to getting into the franchise. After playing this, like I instantly had the urge to go and play the other games because I mean, one, you hear how great they are, um, but this just kind of makes you want more. Like, after the game was over, like I instantly just wanted to kind of go back and start collecting the stuff I missed, which I think is, you know, a sign of just a really well done game, really fun. There's no, like, you know, end game fatigue. It just feels like, all right, I'm ready for the, the next game to come out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, that's, that's pretty much all I had. Yeah, that's I all I had. Uh,
1: Metroid Dread, really good game. Nah, i'm really happy it happened
0: yeah yeah me too i'm happy for the metroid fans and i'm happy that i was able to uh you know contribute my money to hopefully making this series uh, a more frequent um you know a more frequent release see more metroid games because they are very fun so if you like this episode make sure you head on over to your favorite podcast app or gamepinions.net and check it out check out our other episodes until next time we will see you later, John. Thanks for coming mm-hmm. back on Game Pinions yep. for the first time in like a hundred years. Gonna be back, so and hopefully we'll we'll have you around for some other episodes. I have a couple in mind that uh, I think. Oh, would, for uh, sure, really we have benefit a lot more things to discuss <laughs> when we get to it. Yeah, for sure. So, until next time, we will see you guys in the episode sixty.